Blog Talk Radio. radio program. I'm Susan, Laris, and Dan, and it really is very nice to welcome you again to this show, which has existed for a very long time. In fact, we're nearing the 10-year anniversary. It's almost been 10 years since this show came into existence. And Today, I have once again felt prompted to spontaneously be with you to talk about something that should be so simple for those of you who are listening on the spiritual category network on Blog Talk Radio. That should be so simple for all of us to talk about and to value, and yet we are losing sight of it, often daily. And it's all around us how we are getting so many of us, because I have to say, although I'm not immune, I am really not participating in combative energy right now by choice this is not compatible with my spiritual path there have been so many examples of people in history spiritual leaders in history who took the path of peace I could say it's because I went to a Quaker church for a while and was drawn to that a non-programmed Quaker church, which is different than the kind where um, you have a sermon and it's more like a traditional church. It's where you sat in silence and every once in a while someone would speak. But it isn't really that. I don't know. I was drawn to that energy at the time. I have always been drawn to this, this notion that we need bridge builders. For years I wrote about how can we find that path to unconditional love? How can we elevate love and centeredness within the space of love above everything else? There are 
so many examples. If you look at history, there is never, ever a conflict that ends well. You may think it ends well, but it doesn't. It just emerges again in a different way. It's not the path. It is not compatible with spirituality to be so caught up in anger and judgment every single day. It's not centered in spirituality. It doesn't mean we stop caring. Of course we care. We care about one another. The other thing that I think is so very important is we've gotten so wrapped up in hearing about only materialistic, and by that um, I mean of the view of the universe that is strictly materialistic and has no um, connection to considering spirituality as not just a belief, but as a demonstrable part of our existence. We've gotten so caught up in a narrative that emphasizes this and perhaps you know, we project it to some group that we don't approve of, some spiritual group that we don't agree with, that we may think is our enemy. And I use this in a very broad sense because I don't include myself in this. I am not choosing to project enemies. That is a mistake. That will lead to extreme difficulty it will not help us the harder much more challenging and yet in some ways simpler once you're on it path is that of peace it has always been the path building bridges healing always has been the path and this notion of healing we can't lose sight of it either we haven't solved the things that face us right now. So many people are isolated and cut off from healing, cut off from any opportunity to heal. And we're in a catch-22. There aren't necessarily obvious answers right in front of us, and I'm not saying there are, but we haven't found them yet. And we need to learn a better way. We need to take our society in the direction of trusting and focusing on and actually studying what is truly possible. I know many people who listen to this show from different perspectives. This is what I love about Blog Talk Radio and why I was led to be on here today. Know that I hear you. Know that I have an awareness of many different perspectives in this time because I choose to be on the bridge. It doesn't mean I can agree and say, yes, that's my perspective, but I do see you know, how people are so isolated within a particular way of hearing things. They don't understand that there can be spiritual people hearing things a different way because they're hearing completely different information. And if you choose to listen to what different people are hearing, you will realize, wow, those, you know, I didn't realize that that's what those people were thinking or these people. And that's usually the case of most things. 
only on the very outer fringes of society are there, you know, just incredibly dysfunctional people. What's going on right now is tremendous misunderstanding between people and not understanding what it's like to be in another person's shoes and not actually hearing the same information. And I'm one of those rare people who can listen to various sources and know that there's totally different information available to different groups of people. And so people can feel the value of um, caring about other people and others can think that you don't care at all because there's just a disconnect. We need to find the bridge. We need more of us who are willing to stand on the bridge. I have always been a bridge builder, or at least since I started on this spiritual journey of mine, um, openly, or even before, and it's what I'm led to do. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not going to sit here and explain to you you know, what these narratives are that people are hearing that's dividing them so, that is causing all kinds of projections, that is causing all kinds of confusion. I'm not about to try to explain that all to you right now, except to tell you there's a reason why we are told to love one another. How much more fundamental can it be to love one another? I always have problems pronouncing her name, so if I don't say it right, and she's never been on the show, although I regret that, and right now I'm still not bringing guests on, and I, I, this program is in a different um, place right now from what it was because it's meant to be on the bridge, and it was too, it was too far into one domain without allowing it to be in the center is the best that I can tell you. And also, um, it was just too time-consuming for the life that I lead. And, and, but that wasn't the only reason. It, it needs to be in the center. It's very important that this program reach out to people of different spiritual perspectives, different perspectives overall. And yet, I bet every single one of you would say that you care that many of you do care about other people and that you want to find that place where you can have a dialogue. And sometimes you're raising your hand and saying, wait, wait, wait. It's like, you know, we know about this and you don't know about that and so forth. There's a lot of that going on right now. And it results in confusion. And why is spirituality so important? Notice I'm being very vague. That's intentional. I am here to talk to a broad range of all of you and tell you that I accept you and that I understand that many of us see things in different ways. And I've seen some of those ways, so I know it with certainty, and this has always been true or for a very long time. I haven't done it perfectly Nobody does. I've had my own journey with all of this. But I will tell you, I am so grateful. 
I have not allowed myself to fall into the fray. I mean, if I sound a spade, it's about that. It's about seeing how so many people are losing sight of their spiritual center because you have to trust in our collective paths and in our individual paths. We are each on a journey. Don't ever believe that you aren't special, those of you who are listening. If you're being told by some doctrine or some way of looking at the world that you as a person on your own path, that you are not special and that you don't deserve to be free. You're not being told the truth. Freedom. I've been thinking a lot about freedom lately. You know, freedom isn't always easy. Freedom does require some responsibility, for sure. However, if you think about the divine, and this goes with multiple spiritual paths, whether you're a conservative Christian listening or a, quote, New Ager, using that term loosely, who believes in reincarnation, think about the divine. What have you been led to believe about the divine? When I was growing up in the evangelical church, we were always told we had free choice. Now, I know um, there are a lot of things in that church that many of you listening have issues with. All I'm focusing on here is free choice. I, too, have issues with things like hell, for example. We're not going there. Free choice. And I've talked before about love, unconditional love, 1 Corinthians 13. These are valuable things. The golden rule, important. But let's get back to freedom. We are here to be free. If we weren't here to be free, we wouldn't be here at all. There is no um, dominating divine taking that freedom away. And if you believe in reincarnation, that's totally about freedom, at least certainly many modern perspectives of it, that you're here, free, having a human experience. In fact, there's a very broadly held perspective today that even our so-called villains are playing a role, that everybody's playing a role, that it's taking us towards where we need to go, even if it looks like we're going away. So even when there's adversity, even when there is conflict, we are meant to learn from those things. And sometimes, if you believe in this worldview, there are people in the world who are either anti-heroes. Actually, that concept of an anti-hero is very powerful. Um, They're playing a particular role on a spiritual level to bring us clarity and all of these misunderstandings that are in the world they bring us clarity ironically the more that we journey through them because someday we're going to realize that we didn't actually get it that oh I didn't get that I never heard that 
oh, wow, I never understood. That's what it's going to be like. But why wait for someday? Let's try to love one another now. What about this notion? How can you be in inner peace when everything seems to be collapsing? So many people are so anxious. I'm not immune. I'm concerned about where we're at right now. But somehow there's, there is this notion of the peace that passeth understanding. That too arose out of um, my Christian past when I was growing up, this notion of the peace that passeth understanding. How to, who can explain it? When I'm walking on a beautiful natural path, that today I chose to put with this episode. Those are my feet in the picture with this episode, although it wasn't this year, where I was walking in a place that I loved to walk with giant fall leaves, which were amazing. I could have all kinds of very stressful things going on in my personal life, or, you know, right now we may have things going on in our personal lives and the world, and yet somehow... It was transcendable. Is that a word? We could transcend it by being in nature. If you're not getting out into nature, I know it may be hard to get out. Even focusing on one item of natural beauty, I'm looking right now at a dahlia that's sitting um, outside my window, and I know it has limited time left as the winter approaches, and yet just focusing on that beautiful thing Whatever it may be helps. We really need our spirituality right now. We have lost our way um, in so many ways. We've, we've lost sight of the value and the truth of healing. Um, we mock the notion of a miracle. That is now subject to mockery um, because, you know, it's somehow partisan. That's not partisan to believe that miracles are possible. It may be that there are those who call themselves rationalists or materialists, um, and you know some of them will claim to be scientists, but they haven't really studied all of the natural world. Um, there are those who may claim that um, we're wasting our time on such ideas, but many of us have witnessed them. We've seen them, and there was no explanation. We've seen the cancers that just disappeared. We've seen the potential cancer that just disappeared. We've heard the story in our own family. I have a story in my family where one of my aunts got up and walked from her hospital bed from polio. In fact, I always wondered about that. I thought, gosh, that would have been before the polio time that I knew about, although I wasn't alive yet. Um, well, I guess I was alive. I was very young, not conscious. But apparently polio came through here quite early. Um, it was around around the time, ironically, of the, the pandemic in 1918 and beyond. Um, and Amazing things can and do happen, and we really should be studying them. If, if we were a truly expansive society, we would be developing our spiritual abilities because they aren't just 
spiritual. It's a part of who we are. When I was typing the name of this episode, which I um, I can't remember. I don't think I had vitally in it right at first. I accidentally, this is one of those coincidences, typed I am of impossible in capital letters both. Well, that's I am, which represents the divine. This is just a little wink, of course. And there are those who say, ah, that's just a coincidence. Fine, fine. Have your view. But I tell you, if you're not studying what is possible on our spiritual paths, you are missing a huge, huge aspect of what it means to be a human being. And as what happened to me, it might only take you opening up and saying, fine, show me the way with an open heart. I asked that once. Many years ago, I wouldn't be here at all talking to you if I hadn't asked that question. I certainly wouldn't be openly talking about spirituality. And you may find that the way, the way, as defined for you to discover spirituality, gosh, I haven't done this enough lately, I can't even talk, Um, may be different. But believe me, if you go down that path and openly want to see, you will see documentable things that you can't explain. Many people have had this happen. And it can't be forced. There are many people who just don't want to open that door. But it is my feeling that as a society that truly advanced civilizations, and I honestly believe this, the reason why we're not finding all these technological civilizations when we look, why aren't there all these radio signals? That's just silly anyway. Probably radio is such a brief glimpse in time of any civilization, even a technological one. But this, you know, when I was young, I read a lot of science fiction and I read a lot of fantasy. And some things were like science fantasy, where you'd have the magical world or you'd have the technological world. And this was explored quite a bit. This is really actually pretty serious stuff. If we turn our backs on spirituality as a civilization, we may not actually progress. Because spirituality and leveraging where it leads us is the key. It is far superior to any technological solution to any problem. Healing, if developed within a civilization, is far superior to any mechanistic way of handling that. And yet we've lost our way. We're on this technological path. I believe we will find it because science is starting to study things that it can't explain. You know, when you look at quantum physics, spirituality and science are coming really close together. So I tend to believe that if we are meant to survive as a civilization, if that's our choice as a soul group here on planet Earth, if that's 
at a higher level, the choice of the divine, which all of that kind of intermingles together. But I do believe in a higher will. I do. There's a higher aspect, and there's us. And we participate in it in a holographic level. I believe that. Anyone who believes that the divine is omnipresent can't deny that somehow it is in us. Now, we may not be conscious of that at this level, but someday we can see it. Or we don't need to wait. You know, so often we say someday, someday, but maybe we don't need to wait. These things are accessible. Checking the the time here. We're getting close to the end of the live show, so those of those of you who are joining live, it'll go down in about five minutes. If I go over, which I may not today, I may try to keep it close to the time. Um, you can certainly listen to the podcast. Um, we've got to find our centers. That's what I'm saying. And I'm seeing so many of us have been through significant personal challenges. I am not immune to that. I have been through my share. And yet, not perfectly. It's been a process. We have found the peace that passes understanding. And I was starting to tell a story because I was saying I couldn't pronounce her name. Immaculate, Ilabajiza, I think, close, was in a space once where there was incredible conflict. All of her family members, most of them were killed. And she found a way to forgive. People hated her for this around her. They said, how could you forgive that person? She literally forgave a neighbor who killed her family. And people were really upset with her. She had to be locked. She was locked in a bathroom with a sm- with, in this small space with several people. I can't remember how many to um, escape this conflict or she would have been killed. And still, when she emerged, she found a way forward. It's essential. And we better start now because it's not going to get any easier in a month or a year. We need to start now with finding our way to that place of balance and peace and building a bridge. One way to build a bridge is not necessary. You may say, I find that, project whatever that is, so offensive. I don't eat, I will never, ever consider, you know, even anything having to do with that. Don't look at the that. Love the person. Love the person and say, you know what? There's something that happened to that person that's making it, or that person, maybe that person doesn't see things that way, and I just think they do. There's something I don't understand about this person, and I love this person. That's what you need to do. You need to love one another. Love your neighbors. It does really start with loving yourself. You have to delve into your own shadow. You have to see your own imperfections. 
You have to see the things that you yourself need to work with. And then it's easier. I'm not saying it's totally easy. I mean, again, we're all imperfect, but we can set our intent to do better. We can do better with ourselves and we can do better with one another because we're going to need this. We vitally need this. We need this on every level. We need it to get along with one another. The live show will be ending soon. We need it to heal. We need it to heal on every possible level. We need it to better understand with an open mind, that's so important, what's going on with the planet. This is a show and has always been a show about the frontier beyond fear. It means how do we move through our fears? I'm not saying that we don't have them. It's working with our relationship with fear, and there are a lot of people right now that are attempting to impose fear and very dark scenarios upon us. Let go. Don't allow yourself to be subjugated by fear or those who would impose it upon you. Don't allow yourself to be subjugated by hate, and it's arising in many ways right now. And if I sound indignant, I am, because I'm unhappy with it and I'm tired of it. I don't want to see it. I'm tired of the judgment. I'm tired of the hate, and it's showing up in places where you wouldn't expect it. You're better than that. You know better. Okay, five live show people, I will go over a little bit. You're stronger than that. You can find a better way because it exists. Every spiritual way shower who has found a special way and has become, you know, a true way shower in our history, they found it. Gandhi, others, I don't need to list them. There are many truths in the Bible. If you look, you can find many things having to do with love. There are many things in Buddhism that keep jumping out to me lately. There are many things in many places, and you need to look to the peacemakers. Oh, the peacemakers, they're the ones who will just ruin everything. They don't know anything. Well, fine. Have your fun. Hate the peacemakers if you so choose. But you're not being compatible with true spirituality. You are not centered in spirituality. It's not the way. Conflict is not the way. You can look at any example in history and there would always have been a way to go a different direction and they always reemerge. And we're not solving these things. And we're getting to the point in the world where we don't have that luxury that we may not be able to solve them at some point. And we can't allow that if we choose to continue. What kind of a path do you want for your children and your grandchildren? Do you want them to hate? Do you want them to be hated? Because both exist. When one exists, so does the other. 
So hate the peacemakers if you like. Mock us. Get upset with those who say, hey, you know what? I do believe in miracles because I've seen them. They don't always happen. They don't always happen when they when you expect them to happen. They're very mysterious. These things work in mysterious ways. But they happen. And we should be working on our trust. That's yet another important word. Trust. Can you trust in other people even when you think that you don't? Can you trust in namaste if you believe in that path? Or in the omnipresent God who's everywhere. Can you trust that God is in everyone, that everyone has the opportunity to change? I think that's probably the most upsetting to me, is when we judge people, we take away from them their opportunity to change and to to change in the direction of love. I believe that God is love. I believe the essential essence of our entire multiverse is love and that everything is taking us in the direction of understanding love. It's really simple. Even when it seems like we're going the opposite direction, all we're doing is playing games to figure it out so that, well, they don't seem like games, but... We're having exercises, let's put it this way, to teach us what love is. To teach us the more challenging aspects of love. Can you love your neighbor enough to believe that they too have found something that is helping them on the path to love? Or even if they seem to be totally devoid of any love, Can you trust that there is something within them that is awakening that core essence that will help them to be on a path more compatible with love? You can choose to to be on the darkest of paths every day, to just emphasize that path every day. This is so dark. This is so awful. Dark, 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 dark. It becomes like a broken record. Or you can say, you know what? I've had enough of that. I'm just not going to dwell there. You know, there's a verse, and I don't remember it exactly, but I know my mother has always liked this verse, um, and so I'll quote it perhaps inexactly. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things I think are just, think on these things. The divine is ultimately fair. The divine is ultimately loving and rehabilitative and helpful and patient. And that's where we need to be. We don't know what these, where these times are going to carry us. They may carry us to a very divisive place. And yet, 
if we have that center, that trust, if we can be people like Immaculate, it doesn't mean you say, oh, yeah, you know, that dark thing, that's just great. It's the opposite. The problem is you're not looking in the mirror. You get so busy condemning the darkness. You know, you ever heard about the moat in your eye? You know, you get so busy accusing, you don't see your own moat. It's not helping us. More of us need to be on a path where we're not afraid of truth. That's another thing. There's so many different ways that the truth is being veiled. You know, there's this view of the truth, this very narrow view. Oh, no, you can only look at that. Only that one thing, nothing else. That isn't going to help us. You need to be unafraid of truth. Because if you don't know the true situation, not somebody's perspective, although there always will be perspectives, but there are some things you can find truth in. If you don't know it or you don't want to know, you can't productively work towards the future. You have to do... It involves being open, and we can be guided because we're on a spiritual path. Even those who don't believe they're on a spiritual path can talk about, you know, wow, that amazing thing happened. That person, I met just the right person at the right time that led me to this. And it's like a path, you know, one step after another. One of my favorite places on earth, Rocky Mountain National Park, is on fire right now, or they're trying to save it from being on fire. And there's a very popular path there. It used to be popular, and it's still popular. It's so popular because it's very accessible. But they used to have these stepping stones on this path in the water. And I was afraid of them sometimes because if the water was high, I didn't know how to swim And also, even if it wasn't that deep, I didn't want to fall in. It was mucky, and I didn't know what was in there. And you had to step from these round, there were these round um, little pedestals that you had to step from one to the other across this part of the path. They long ago got rid of this because it just wasn't considered safe in the modern age. But this was in the 70s, and there were lots of things that were unsafe then. (laughs) And... Yeah, as children, we were on them, although I was always with my family. Um, so it's a it's a progression. It may be scary. We don't know what's around us. It's like it may look mucky. We don't know. We can't see, and yet we see the next step. And it's like I'm going to step over whatever this muck is, the mud, whatever. I don't know what's in there. Maybe it's quicksand. Maybe I'll sink. I'm not going over. I'm not stepping in that. I'm going to go to the next step. That's what it's like, step to step to step. Sometimes there's a leap. Someone posted a picture on Facebook the other day. I think it was on Facebook. Um, And by the way, you can find the Facebook page for this program. I've actually been posting, although there have not been a lot of shows recently, and I never really know when I'm going to be guided to do one, although I can almost guarantee I'll do one on our anniversary date or are my the show of us all together that have been a part of this program. I started it a solo, so um, but nothing's ever truly solo. Um, anyway, um, 
I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> oh, the picture on Facebook. Yes, there is a page on Facebook for this program, and I add inspirational imagery there all the time. Almost every day there's something inspirational on that page. So look for it, Frontier Beyond Fear on Facebook. I would appreciate more people coming over there. Share some of your own inspiration if you'd like. I'd love it. Um, I'm trying to make it a place of light and an uplifting place because that's what it means to get beyond our fears. It doesn't mean to deny them, but we're working with them and we're focusing on something higher is what we're doing because the ultimate love is the opposite of fear and there's nothing to fear once you know it. We have a hard time and it's really quite impossible to be there perfectly in this life, but we can approach that. We certainly can. So anyway, on Facebook, and maybe if I find it, I'll share it to the page. There was a picture of, you know, that sometimes that you need little steps to get to a place. That's not always true. I mean, in a spiritual realm, sometimes you make a giant leap. But what it showed was a ladder that had very reachable rungs, and the person was climbing up all the rungs to the top. This was actually a goal-oriented um, post. And then it showed another picture where the rungs were too far apart. The person couldn't even reach the first one. So they had set goals that were beyond their capability to reach. So it had a lot of wisdom to it, this, this picture, I felt. And um, I may have even posted it. I'm not sure. I post a lot of things to the Frontier Beyond Fear page, and I do it pretty much every day now. Um, so I'm also trying to be a little more active on Twitter again. Not quite as active there yet, but um, you can always find me on Twitter under Bridge Builder, um, B-R-I-D-G-E-B-L-D-R. It's all at FrontierBeyondFear.com. You can find these pages if you like. So anyway, um, those of us who want to find these spaces that exist between us, that are bridges. It's a wonderful place to be. It's really the only answer. We're not going to find a viable future by being polarized. That isn't going to work. It never works. History repeats itself. It never, ever works. And the other thing that never, ever works is when we shut down avenues to truth and exploring truth. That's happened a lot within the scientific community where only one perspective is explored and no, no other one is supported. Well, that's not going to help you find truth. That's not even science. You know, just a, one group of people saying, yeah, we all agree, but then there are other people who would like to study some other aspects. The history of science, I am... Um, delighted to tell you it's all about the lone way shower who was brave enough to look at something that nobody else was looking at. Nowadays, they wouldn't be funded to even look at it. But that's how science shifts. And it doesn't just shift in steps. It shifts in leaps. It shifts in paradigms. There are giant paradigm shifts in science. That's the history of science. And anyone who says otherwise knows nothing truly about science. They are something else. They are fundamentalists. 
they are scientific fundamentalists, which means it's our way or the highway, and we don't want anybody else exploring anything else, whether it's spirituality or getting multiple perspectives of, you know, have we studied what's going on with other planets in our solar system? You know, why don't we ever see information on that? That's actually a bit of a passion of mine. I think we've jumped on a bandwagon a little bit quickly, although I also believe that we have a lot that we need to do spiritually to help preserve the planet. Um, I don't claim to know the answers. I'd like to know more, but I'm not going to just listen to dogma. I want to hear multiple perspectives on a question. That's science. That's exploration. That's the bridge. And more of us need to be that way. Polarization or I know and you don't know and that's it. That doesn't work. It may seem like I'm doing that a bit, like I know, you know, we need to be on the spiritual path. That's kind of contradictory, isn't it? And I don't intend that. But um, I just want to talk with people with an open mind and heart. Being open-hearted is so important. If you're stuck in some dark place, where all, every day, it's just darkness, 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 projecting, 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 darkness, darkness, darkness. How is that helping you? Is that really something that's helpful on your path? I would say, open up. Say, you know what, this isn't working for me. I can't do this anymore. And do something else. It's okay to say, I don't agree with that. You know, that's not loving. I don't like that. That's fine. But to be just imprisoned in these dark, fear-based places, it's not serving us. And it's happening far too often. And yes, within the spiritual community, it is happening all the time. Keep your eyes. If you believe in the divine, trust. Find a way. Even when you don't trust, the trust beyond understanding. That's the irony. There is a way to not trust and trust at the same time if you believe that you can trust. And most of all, we have to love our neighbors. And we have to give people the opportunity to have a different perspective because I can almost guarantee that you don't know it if you think you do. There are multiple ways of looking at things right now that are complex. And there's just about every way of judging them at the moment. And we need an opportunity to find that center of love because it does exist in places that you probably don't believe it does, many of you. There is love. I've seen it. It exists. 
It has to exist. It's the essence of the divine. Believe in it. Work with your fears. Go for a walk. Look at a flower. Look at a painting. There aren't many museums open right now. Well, maybe some are. Just find the simplest thing of beauty in your house or your apartment, wherever you are. You could be on the road. I know it's tough right now. Believe me, I know. I know. You know, I feel like sometimes part of my life was training for this time in the world because I already went through a lot of things that people are going through. I had the incredible, I mean, I had my dream job at one point. In fact, I'm very satisfied with where my corporate career took me. It took me to the perfect job, and I loved it. And it needed to end, and it did. But I'm glad that my corporate career culminated in that way. And yes, it paid very well, that too. And then I've seen totally different ways of being. And I've seen, oh my gosh, you know, you change your perspective. It's like you don't need all that stuff. You can live simply, but it can be scary too. I've been through it. I've been through it with being afraid for health situations. There are just so many things that many of us have been through. And I've also had the blessing of being in a situation where not only I needed to care about people who maybe didn't have exactly my perspective, but I also acknowledged that my perspective was evolving too. I don't believe in abandoning people. I don't believe in that. I think that only causes hurt, not only for them but for you. It really hurts to have that perspective. And I'm very saddened by those who do because it feels so much different when you can maybe know that you don't understand someone but you love them. And maybe you try to find the bridge where both of you can change, whatever the situation. People don't change if you cease to love them. If you, um, It requires an effort. It's so much easier to say, eh, I'm just... I'm just not going to deal with that or you. And believe me, we've all been there. We've all made mistakes. I wouldn't be saying this if I haven't made some mistakes in my life like that. That's the, it's surprisingly difficult and easy at the same time. I know that sounds contradictory. But right now there's a lot of that going on. And it's not going to help us. We have to be, we're on this boat together. Imagine you're on a lifeboat. There was this movie, Lifeboat. I don't remember it very well. I know it was based on a book and there's all kinds of scenarios like this where you're on a boat with, you know, a whole bunch of different types of people. Um, What do you do? We are on a boat. We're on this planet and we actually need one another and we actually need our different perspectives of truth. I'm not talking about saying, oh, let's all go become, you know, hateful people or whatever. I'm talking about loving because I think deep down you will find that people are capable of changing and also they may not be what you think they are. That's often the case. It's so easy to project hate that doesn't exist. Why? 
what's going on with you that the projecting hate is becoming a habit? That's not helpful. Find the spiritual center. It exists. Find the bridge. That's where I choose to be boldly, finally saying so on this program, although I suppose I've said it before in different ways. Question. Never let someone tell you in authority, because, again, this is not compatible with the divine. The divine is all about saying, yes, you should question. If anyone tells you you should not question, that's not a good path. (laughs) I would be careful about that. Question. You have free choice. You are a free soul. You are here, free to be you. There was a special, I still remember in the 60s, I think it was Marlo Thomas in the 60s. This is really dating myself. And it was like, free to be you and me. And it had an impact on me. I don't remember quite what it was, and it was probably way ahead of me in years because I was really young when that came on. It came on our old black and white television. But the concept is important. Free free to choose, free to explore. If you explore together, maybe you'll find something you didn't realize might be true. I'm running out of time, even for the recorded episode, because we're in overtime right now. So I am going to wrap this up. I'm glad I came on. I'm glad some of you may say, you know what, I don't like that perspective. And you, well, they may have shut it off a long time ago. Fine. You want to be that? Hey, I hope you feel good. See you later. I think you'll come back eventually if there's love in your heart. If you don't, well, it's free choice, isn't it? This isn't like a financial enterprise here. This is a time of sharing. And my hope is for those of you with whom this resonated that we can continue down this path together. So I will be back at the very least next week because I think it's October 29th is the 10th year of this show, which started in 2010. And so I I traditionally do an episode, but I am going to make an effort to be here more. It's hard in these days to be authentic because you're always going to offend someone, and that saddens me if it does, but at some point you have to stand up for love, stand up for truth, stand up for getting beyond fear, stand up for centeredness, stand up for being who we are and trusting in one another and allowing ourselves not to all be robots and clones because we're not. And the pathway to truly building the planet that we desire. I believe that. It's the pathway to being an advanced civilization, which we're not right now. Technology is not advanced. Not on its own. You can be advanced in the mind or think you are and be way behind in the heart. And we have a lot to do. We've got some healing to do. 
Let us begin. Take care, everyone. I'll see you next time, whenever that is. Come by FrontierBeyondFear.com. Find the Facebook and Twitter if you like. You're welcome there. Nice to see you all. Till next time, focus on love. Thank you.